Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lillian, your host. Thank you for joining me again. I hope everyone's having a good week. Why not? Let's just, you know, let's jump into it. On the 24th, just a couple days ago, uh, there was the Kobe Memorial. Of course, we have to talk about that. Um, The great legend, Kobe Bryant, who recently passed away from a helicopter accident along with his daughter, Gianna. Um, Over uh, the last three days, everyone's been talking about the memorial, which took place in L.A. at the Staples Center, uh, which seated roughly about 20,000 people. That's including whatever was left after all all of his family members and other basketball players along with as well as many other celebrities joined. We also had performances uh, for people um, who did a tribute towards Kobe, such as Alicia Keys, uh, Beyonce. We also had Christina Aguilera. Uh, to me, watching the memorial, um, I would definitely say the most touching parts uh, would have to be the speeches. We have everyone in tears from the speaker to the crowd. Um, Some speakers that were there who spoke on behalf of Kobe were um, Shaq O'Neal. We also had Michael Jordan. We also had a lifelong friend, Jimmy Kimmel. And, of course, we have Vanessa Bryant, um, the wife of Kobe Bryant, um, who did a very emotional speech uh, at the memorial for Kobe. Um, she uh, She did the eulogy for her late husband. And we also have um, a few of the biggest names in women's basketball speaking on behalf of Gianna. Uh, People such as Diana Taurusi, um, rising star Sabrina, and also coach Gino. Um, They spoke in tribute to uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. Now watching the memorial, of course, it was filled with somber and tears. Um, But I feel like it is... um, It's legendary to say that you were there at Kobe Bryant, the legend Kobe Bryant's tribute at the Staples Center with 20,000 other people. Um, It's such a sad day um, for something like that. But of course, you know, who would not want to be there? If you were a Kobe Bryant fan, why would you not want to be there? And, you know, it was a very important thing um, to happen. Um, His wife speaking now for the first time, Vanessa Bryant. Um, And just the speeches overall, I believe they... They meant a lot, and I think that we should talk about it. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the Michael Jordan speech on behalf of Kobe himself. Um, As it was a surprise to everyone else, um, Michael Jordan and Kobe were very close friends for a very long time. Uh, Michael stating that uh, Kobe was a dear friend and he was a little brother to him. Uh, Jordan Austin uh, also spoke about how passionate Brian was uh, was talking about um, how he would call him to ask about footwork and the littlest details about games. He even called him aggravating at one point, um, which added a little sense of humor uh, to such a sad um, moment. And, and then we have a more um, 
uplifting approach uh, towards Shaq uh, within his speech. Uh, of course, it was still filled with sadness um, from his late friend Kobe Bryant passing away. Uh, but during Kobe's speech, he talked about um, <laughs> the moment where the Laker players had a problem with Kobe never passing the ball. And he talks about um, um, senior players um, coming to Bryant and telling him, Kobe, there's no I in team. And Bryant replies back with, no, but there is an M-E in that motherfucker. Uh, you know, so it's kind of funny just to hear the humor approach to such a sad memorial, you know. But it seems like throughout the speeches, everyone tried to uh, squeeze in a little bit of humor in there to bring happiness to his life, um, aside from just bringing sadness out his, at his memorial. And of course, uh, while we're talking about the Cobra Memorial, we can't forget about the very emotional uh, speech that Vanessa um, wrote for Kobe, um, his eulogy. Uh, you know, looking around and watching it myself, not gonna lie, I probably cried myself to sleep watching this. Uh, but it's a very sad thing for everyone, so I can only imagine how she's feeling. Um, you know, looking around, it seems like the the main thing that everyone got out of it, the main uh, quote um, that they got, the main quote that they got was... Um, uh, when she stated, uh, babe, you take care of Gigi. Um, I got Nadi, BB, and Coco, and, uh, we're still the best team. Uh, we love you, miss you. Boo-boo and Gigi, uh, may you rest in peace and have fun in heaven until we meet again one day. Uh, we love you both and miss you forever and always, mommy. Oh, man. I know that hit you because that hit me. It's... It's tough, you know. Uh, yeah, that that part definitely made me cry. Made me cry myself to sleep, <laughs> but it's understandable. But um, moving on from all the sadness of the memorial, um, let's talk about some other stuff. You know, um, of course, um, the tributes um, from a few artists. Of course, they were so sad, but man, were they amazing performances. Uh, we had Beyonce, who did some of Kobe's favorite songs, um, such as Halo and XO. And holy crap, did she kill it? Beyonce still, she still got it. That's for sure. Uh, Christina Aguilera, uh, she can still sing as well. I, um, I definitely forgot about Christina Aguilera for a while, but hey, uh, she definitely still got it. Uh, you know, um, of course, at the memorial, they did a few things to uh, represent Kobe and give his fans a memory of him after the memorial. Um, the fans got like a photo, a photo book. Um, they got a T-shirt, and then there were also roses lined up um, as like decor around um, around the stadium. Um, and I guess what they're saying is that it was the amount of points that Kobe has uh, made in his career. Um, that's how many roses that were laid around on his behalf. Um, now, speaking of the things that they got at the, at the memorial, such as the photo book, um, as well as the shirt, um, eBay recently has been blowing up with all the stuff um, that fans were given um, during the memorial. People were trying to make money off of it. This is just uh, terrible to do. eBay spoke about it the other day, saying um, uh, that we do not um, allow listings that attempt to profit from human tragedy or suffering. Um, so the things that, things that people were trying to sell on eBay um, were the the memorial t-shirt. They also have, they were selling the ticket themselves, um, a book, and also um, a pin package. Um, 
uh, for that, the bid was um, starting at $3,000. Uh, but of course, that was removed by eBay. I'm saying that they, uh, those were against their standards and their morals. Uh, you know, that that happens a lot. Um, on my previous podcast, um, if you guys heard, uh, we also talk about this as well um, because things were also being stolen outside of Staples Center uh, where fans were bringing roses and jerseys um, the moment that Kobe's death was announced. And people were um, uh, getting caught on camera showing up, stealing these things that people were leaving their memory of him um, just to go make a profit off of it on eBay. You know, I don't know what you guys think about that, but to me, that's that's pretty low. That's pretty low. You know, you're people who are suffering and they're hurt by their um, their idol passing away. And then you're over here trying to think of every moment to make a profit off of it. Um, in my previous podcast, we talked about like a bakery um, who um, started selling things Um saying that it was for kobe but they didn't even get his name right they got his number completely wrong you know all they did all the only part they got right was purple and yellow um it just comes to a whole moral and ethic part you know um his whole family the whole basketball community everyone's hurting all his fan base and i don't think it's ethical that people are really out here trying to bake cookies and doing it wrong um just for just for a few bucks you know so I definitely give props to eBay for um, taking that down. That definitely made them look good. So, you know, the overall, um, the Kobe Bryant death um, has taken part um, for a couple weeks now. Um, it's been hurting the whole way through. Um, Kobe, who passed away January 26th, um, he was buried February 7th. And then his memorial was just february 24th so this whole process has been going on for almost a month long now um i'm just hoping this memorial brings closure to vanessa and her family and those closest to her and kobe as well uh, my hope is that uh, kobe's legacy stays alive i believe that it will uh, with the tremendous um effect that he has on, um, on everyone um such as his foundation which just got renamed through his um through his wife vanessa which is now called the mamba and mamacita foundation uh, mamacita on behalf of his daughter and then another uh, thing that they're using to keep uh Brian's name and legacy alive is Nike actually just um, announced that they'll be releasing um, another pair of Kobe Bryant sneakers sometime in March, um, which is awesome. Um, I can't wait to see how those look like. I'm sure they'll be very, very dedicated um, to death of Kobe. And yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to see what they do um, on behalf of Kobe. I'm sure the NBA will be changing a lot of things um, to dedicate towards um, the legend himself, Kobe Bryant. And yeah, I'm going to go ahead and close out the podcast here. I hope that gave you guys a really good overview of Kobe Bryant and his memorial and the whole process that started all um, on January 26th with the whole incident. And thank you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next podcast. Thank you for listening, guys.